0: One hundred and eight. Gary and Will.
1: I was really hoping you knew the episode number.
0: Always. Don't front. I'm Gary. I'm Will. We are Fit for Life Radio. This week we are going to be talking about, so more of a abstract.
1: Yeah, we're just going to you know. kind of, we're going to start and just see we where it a, goes. We have a thought. A single thought. A single thought. How many minutes can you get out of a single thought? That we want to expunge on. Expunge? hmm
0: That's one of those words. Is that, that the word? That you hear someone say and you know it's not a word. But if you use it in just the right
1: situation. Let's si- see what expunge means. <laughs> situation. That's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> expunge means to erase. Not, we're to, gonna not ex- to elaborate on? We're going to expand on. Look up
0: some... Sin- uh cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon for elaborate.
1: Oh my god!
0: And then look up cinnamon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, synonyms of elaborate. Oh shit! It's giving me similar to elaborate instead of elaborate. Tell that today.
0: Put that on like a fourth grade. Oh my god! Test.
1: English. English, man.
0: That's, how you f- that's, that's why school's not fair, man. That's why English isn't fair.
1: It's not. Elaborate. Elaborate. Dude, when people learn English as a second language, like, I just feel bad. Because there's so <laughs> many rules that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so many words, it's like this word's the same, but it means something else. And it could mean something completely opposite, too. Not even. Come on.
0: Well, anyways, I guess, you know, that's kind of what we're going to be throwing at people today. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking about food processing.
1: Food processing
0: and not where we're like not like
1: not like the nitty-gritty of yeah. the process it itself w-
0: so the initial thought was a friend my wife likes walnuts and he has a walnut tree
1: <laughs> I'm it j- <laughs> so <laughs> it's a joke here somewhere so
0: he brought over some walnuts <laughs> and i quickly realized when i went to try to crack the walnuts that we are going to need. What did you
1: try to crack them with? What was your process of, like, because I know you tried to use more than one The first
0: one was these people on Google who just take two walnuts in their hand and squeeze them together, and they crack.
1: They got to be fake walnuts. You tried that, didn't you? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then (laughs) I went and got a nutcracker from Target, which didn't I remember in my mind at my grandparents' house when I was eight. What a nutcracker should feel like? There was, like, this nutcracker. They would have a basket of nuts around yeah. the fireplace.
1: Was that, like, a, our grandparents' thing? Because my grandparents mm-hmm. had the same thing.
0: And I just remember in my mind the weight and sturdiness of those nutcrackers. And these just didn't feel it the same. Felt fl- and they did, were only, did it feel like you were holding
1: two chopsticks? They were only
0: $4. You know? And that's the, f- the funny thing with price sometimes, where you're just like, eh, these should be more. I feel like these should be more. Yeah, like
1: a nine ninety nine pair <laughs> yeah. of, like, nutcrackers, nutcrackers is probably more sturdy.
0: So... I was willing to go 20.
1: Need those nuts. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> yeah, that wasn't working, right? So then a hammer, you know? And then that, it's not like that worked right away nah. either. But you eventually get it going. And so, anyways, the thing you realize is food's hard to get.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What and do you, you think, think about
0: that? this $5 bag of walnuts where you can just sit there and grab handfuls of walnuts and eat them. And.
1: And what it would take to get one walnut, if you mm-hmm. had to crack it, like,
0: and I, I then I kind of remembered when I was watching uh, *Naked and Afraid* and they found an almond tree, and they couldn't, and they couldn't get into it the almonds. It took them three days to get uh, into one of the almonds. And you realize, man, just, and so, what we want to propose here is just, it's just a fun thought game. So again, this is going to come back to the simple thing we always preach: is your food environment, yeah. right? And we live in a food environment where food. It's just super easily accessible. And like we talked about before, there's a scale, uh, a spectrum of food processing, right? You have apple, and you have applesauce, and then you have apple pie. So we're not trying to like even bash all, you know, any version per se, because the bag of walnuts is still just about as unprocessed as you can get. It's not like you're eating walnut pie Has anyone ever made walnut pie? They
1: probably have, but they got cast out of society (laughs) for it.
0: (laughs) Why is that not a thing? Walnut pie. um, Well,
1: I guess you put walnuts on top like a pecan pie.
0: The point we're trying to make is how even the quote-unquote unprocessed Unprocessed whole foods foods are still processed because the hardest step we get to miss out on because of our food environment. Yeah. Just everything is so convenient. So we can take. Take anything. Take nuts, almonds, right? Take meat. Okay, well, the completely unprocessed version of meat is you have to go hunt it.
1: Yeah. Right. So then an animal, so that involves kill like, it.
0: walking and running and finding it and killing it and then.
1: Then you got to drag it then back then to then where you got to drag it back eat it. and then
0: you have to process it and you know there's, those are huge steps, right? And you see where it may have taken you days to get that food, whereas we can just walk in the grocery store and get it, right? And still, yeah, then you take home that meat and that's pretty much the most unprocessed form of food in our normal society but you actually realize it's still quite how many
1: how many steps are already out of the way when we go get what well, we mm-hmm. would even consider an unprocessed food like a whole yeah. food like they've done almost all of the work even though like you have to cook it and prepare it and we think of that as being the work that's like nothing in the in the whole grand mm-hmm. scheme of what you have to do to get something like that yeah.
0: The other element to this isn't even just the work, it's also the amounts and portions, right? Where now, let's take it a step further, we ultimately have almost unlimited access to unlimited amounts, right? So now it's not even just, well, yeah, finding 10 walnuts and then cracking and getting to the 10 walnuts is hard enough, but then what if you only have 10, right? Or you only have them during fall or whatnot. but now you factor in, oh, we actually have them all year round. And depending on your budget, on, you could have an unlimited amount, yeah. right? So those you see that amount, the process of, of acquiring the food, the hardest things are all now don't exist. Yeah, they're taken care of. Right? And then let's factor in, yeah, most people aren't just eating. Now we're processing this stuff even further to make it taste even better. To make us eat even more of it and you just again the the thought process is man look we our environment is really working against us yeah. and you have to guard against that there's just no way to just kind of like float along and think you're just going to eat an appro- appropriate amount of food yeah
1: yeah just on a, on a whim
0: because you see before our environment which was mother nature
1: you got to go get it.
0: <laughs> it created that environment was impossible almost to overeat, mm-hmm. right? Unless you landed in a bounty of yeah, which you know goodness. But even even then, things were seasonal, right? Yeah. So say f- you lived in a tropical or close a tropical environment, and there is fruit, right? Or even we'll just say yeah, fr- if you lived in north Northern America, and all of a sudden there's berries everywhere, but that would be for like two weeks. Out yeah, of the those year. are gonna go away. Mm-hmm. So any any really fruit or vegetable or produce plant food is is somewhat seasonal right and if it's not it's something like a root veggie which you had to dig up and you would eventually in your area dig them all up and you'd have to go to another area Mm -hmm. which involves lots of moving and finding these places and as you can see the physical nature was all built in whereas now we just can get on our phone instacart
1: baby get them delivered yeah like which is just nuts so, and not saying like, don't do these things, but be aware of mm-hmm. them. Um, and like, you know, like, Hey, if you do want to hunt your own food, great. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a, not a bad way to go. Um, but there's just so many things we don't have to do anymore. Yeah.
0: And like Will said, the key is be aware. Maybe just stop and think whenever it's just kind of notice when you eat something, think of how you w- would have had to acquire that originally and maybe the amount, right? So yeah, you stop to eat an apple, and luckily, you can have a bag of 12 apples, and if you want it, you go to the store and buy five more. Yeah, but then stop and think, man, this apple would normally only be available in this specific region for this specific season, mm-hmm. right? And I, we get to have it 24/7 on demand. Yeah, you know. This and w- when you start n- looking at every single food you eat, you just—I mean—it would really help you, ra- like realize. The food environment thing that we always talk about, and so another good one is okay. Now we're even talking about relatively whole and processed foods: apple, walnut, meat, meat.
1: Let's go. Let's do something processed. Let's let's
0: look at that cookie, right? Flour, sugar, butter, butter,
1: whatever else, (laughs)
0: chocolate chip, right? Yeah. Now let's break chocolate chip down into. Oh man. Cacao butter. Cacao cocoa butter cocoa yeah. butter when does it become cacao it comes from a cacao, cacao, cacao yeah. it comes
1: from a cacao seed but at some point in the process mm-hmm. it becomes cocoa and i don't understand when
0: yeah so let's break that down so i mean this is how crazy mm-hmm. like humans are quite amazing no, <laughs> i mean we, we are accomplished. so like you take a chocolate chip cookie which we would you would normally just scarf down the whole sleeve of these bad boys and never think twice but let's think twice
1: this we're going to think thrice
0: so the cocoa, well, that only comes from, like, super specific tropical regions yeah. on the planet. So the fact that we're in Virginia or you're in wherever, eating a chocolate chip is quite amazing. And then the sugar, to make up the chocolate chip and in the cookie, is fr- comes from sugar cane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, super regional. And you, sh- if you've seen a sugar cane or Google a sugar cane, obviously, it <laughs> where's the actual sugar granules? Yeah. Well, it has to – you have to – Get all the sugar canes and I don't, however it's processed you, down the process sugar, right? You process the sugar out somehow, which probably takes fancy machines, right? Yeah. So if and you tried to and things like that. do it yourself, I would imagine you would it would take a long. It's a lot of work, probably. Yeah. And same thing for flour, right? If you so for oh, one, man. you'd have to have proper soil, proper conditions to then grow the wheat.
1: And then look at wheat, like that's nothing close to what flour is. And
0: look at flour and then you would realize you'd have to stone grind it yourself yeah um and it would be a very laborious intensive long process yeah right and then from there you then so now that you've sourced your flour, which would have taken you know whatever i don't even know but eight months 12 months how much do you got to grow it yeah i don't know because you're not going to find it out in the wild and then so you've (laughs) you've harvested your wheat you've processed it processed. Process, prosthetic leg. Prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> you've processed it down. down, And you went somewhere else to harvest your, your sugar. Process that down. Oh, by the way, you, you either found a wild animal or started to, um, you know, herd some cows. Just milk a random animal. You got, and you got your milk so that you can then make your, your chocolate chip with your cocoa that you got from And then you use that another to part make a world. little bit of butter. And then you also make your butter, churn that, and which, physical, which is a physical, physical labor process. And then, yeah, you combine it all and, and heat it up and you have your cookie.
1: Yeah. Wow. And that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. You know, and the, the the crazy thing is, like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, I think as people, we're always trying to, like, make things easier. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably our our curse is that we always want things to be easier. And it's just kind of driven yeah. us to develop technology. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was important when we were, you know, like, trying to survive mm-hmm. and – you know feeding a population of a city but now yeah. it's almost so far mm-hmm. that you know like we don't need it to be like this
0: well look at now so we could even say that that whole process to make the cookie but then you could even say well at least 60 years ago you might have even had to drive to separate places to get these ingredients yeah. and then you had to come home and cook it yourself bake it yourself whereas then what whatever when food processing prepackaged food came about 30 40 50 nah, years. it was like <laughs> yeah. 50 years ago. It's
1: 2021, man, not 2000. This, this is true. I,
0: I still feel like, you know, when you think of time, you always think of like when you were about 10. Yeah. So I always think of like 1990.
1: Yeah, like hey, 1970 95. was still 30 years ago. Nah. But
0: anyways, whenever chips the whole way came about, uh, now all of a sudden you can have cookies, that delicious morsel of sugar, flour, butter, and you didn't even have to make it. Mm-hmm. You just bought it, oh, ripped open the package, and ate it. Boom. And at least then... You had to drive to the store to get it. Now you can have your groceries and food delivered to you. So you don't even have to walk.
1: Bring me the cookies.
0: Yeah. So you see, again, food environment is, is king. Yeah. right? And how, as we strive to make things easier, it's actually, it's a big problem for, yeah. you know,
1: nutrition. Well, we kind of shifted problems, right? And before it was like, we have to m- make sure we have enough food to survive, and Mm -hmm. now it's like we have to make sure we don't eat too much in order to survive or thrive you know so it's like it would be great to be somewhere in the middle but we're not very good at that as a Mm -hmm. species
0: and again just bring awareness and thought to almost again make it a little thought game you sit down and eat something be like how would i have acquired this before where and just notice that and
1: yeah how much work would it have taken to make my meal Mm -hmm. you know and again we're not advocating that's how it should be again but just realize that a lot of work was done so you could have that easy Mm -hmm. even wholly unprocessed meal of say like chicken and broccoli and white rice like overall a pretty well we'd say a pretty whole meal or even no chicken broccoli and a sweet potato right all very whole foods in in most people's minds but there's still a lot of work done you Mm -hmm. know you had to raise the chicken you had to kill the chicken you had to pluck the feathers you had to cut it up like you didn't have to do that and somebody else did yep. so um i think it's important to put that into perspective for mm-hmm. people
0: yeah and i mean you go back to i think that's where a lot of people you know a lot of people will go like we just need to eat traditional meals and foods and yeah that certainly will help but i think a lot of people miss the bigger picture which is the in, the environment right it was because even then, it was possible to maybe eat too much, or you could. Do, but at least we had to, yeah. Typically, you might have lived on a farm or had to go to. You know, everything was still. The process of getting things took more, more work. More work, right? And mm-hmm. ultimately, we didn't have as much available. Yeah. Um, and that those are the biggest things, right? It's it's, you know, not overeating, and yet yeah, eating as unprocessed foods as possible is going to be helpful. And, but still, at some point, because of the environment we have now, we can still get whatever we want.
1: Whenever we whenever want.
0: Whenever we want. So until you really, truly commit to, um, you know, b- working against that and, and realizing you're going to have to say no to things, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. You're, at some point, you have to say no. Yeah. You know, and you have to come to grips with that and then practice that you mm-hmm. know expect the more social you are right or maybe <coughs> you have a job where you're always on the go and you're always offered food and or f- eating out's always this thing it's even if you don't want to you're going to have to say n- learn to say yeah. no at some point you right ha- you have to do that so otherwise that you're
1: going to be door dashing all your meals mm-hmm. you can't do that which
0: you're going to eventually have to say no to or there's going to be a whole generation that's going to be that's what they came up with. And then they're struggling, and they're going to have to face, man, I, I, I need to get grips with my nutrition intake. What's the biggest step? It's, it's not necessarily going to be pick a different menu item. It's no, going to be like,
1: you need to b- learn how to cook some food at your own house. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Or and at least maybe the side step is, instead of um, ordering DoorDash from a restaurant, order your groceries to your house, and then cook your meals. What a crazy thing. you know? And I think that's ultimately going to be the biggest piece that will still be in place. Mm-hmm. That's probably like a good habit. A good thing is like, cook your meals. Yeah. You know, as easy, uh, again, like I said, the gro- t- grocery delivery, that is great because it takes away time, you know, another excuse, which could be, I don't have time to go grocery shopping. Yeah. You know, now it's not an excuse, um, but we have to be careful if we're now door dashing meals from restaurants all the time, it's going to be easier to overeat, right? So, but we can still say, hey, Majority of the food you put in your mouth, cook it yourself so you're in control, mm-hmm. right? And then use, leverage these other modern technologies to your advantage, right? Yeah, I
1: think that's a good way to use that tool instead of, yeah, yeah. the opposite, which is hurting you with the DoorDash and mm-hmm. all that. I think it's okay to do a little bit of work yeah. for things. And I know that goes counter to like what we do as a species, but like I still do think it is important to do that because when you take all of the work away from something, one, like, you appreciate it a little bit less, right? If you had to go out and hunt and kill an animal and clean it, you're going to really appreciate the food. You're not going to waste any of it, and um, I guarantee you're not going to overeat it. Like, you're going to eat just, you know, the right amount and make it make it last. Um, whereas, if I can just go out and buy, like, the world's cheapest ground beef, whatever, you know, and I have to work for it, or even just, like, the cookies that are you know, 79 cents for a box or something. Um, you're just not very appreciative of it because of the lack of, you know, I guess effort that was required Mm -hmm. in getting it. So that's another piece of it too. Um, well that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Oh, that is a way. Yeah.
0: Dopamine and stuff. Yeah. You know, where obviously eating highly processed engineered food is a quick, easy, cheap dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, at least if you're going to have that, you can associate it with you some, know, work. some work, or like we've talked about before, make it a family thing, right? Like yeah. coo- make the cookies with your kids and create make an, ex- an experience, an experience to where it's just not about only that the f- hit the food and that quick dopamine hit. Yeah. So then you're actually it's you know the experience is wrapped in there.
1: Yeah. Side note on that that it, I, I got into a rabbit hole with Ben on this, um, but just like about you know quick hits of dopamine and stuff, it's important to like do some work and they say like pain before pleasure is the easy way to think about it so i've been trying before i do anything that's fun or even like like eating something that is you know processed or highly processed doing the hard things doing the work mm-hmm. or whatever before then and i know it seems like such a cliche from like years ago of like work be- work before you play but i do think it's important to associate some level of discomfort um, and not even using it as a reward, but Mm -hmm. like you have to do the discomfort before you get to the fun stuff. Yeah. And it, it will help you not fall, you know, so far to always just seeking the fun, the fun, the fun. Um, And with that, I mean, any experience, it's really high dopamine, but um, so I, I've been playing with that too. Um, And it actually is, it's kind of nice. And I realized to go on, a whole nother tangent. How good it feels to do, like, at least for me, like manual labor. And I know it sounds wild, but like doing something really hard outside or building something, mm-hmm. did you just feel good?
0: Mm, glad you mentioned that. Good. Because <laughs> I'm about to get a bunch of uh, patio chairs in. <laughs> <laughs> that I need to put together. So this is great, too. I'm uh, reading here on Precision Nutrition. They have an article on food processing and one other interesting thing too, and we talked about this before, is obviously the more highly processed food is, typically the bigger like combination of stuff, it like foods together there will be, which ultimately drives up hunger, makes things more irresistible, and so does variety. And if you think about it, we need feel like we need these things, because again, all that work before, and satisfaction for, of that is taking out. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, let me have a harder decision to make. Oh, all these choices make it more interesting, mm-hmm. right? That's true. So then it helps you. Oh, there's a new flavor of, and it's of, more exciting of Pringles. You mean there's a sour cream loaded baked potato flavor of Pringles? Even though I've already had 42 other flavors, but I, that's what gets you excited. So you almost feel like work from choosing a flavor. Yeah. When the reality is, think about it. If you we're walking in the forest and hadn't had food in three days and you stumble on a walnut tree. And then, yeah, you eventually get to those walnuts. You're I guarantee you. And again, this comes back to the dopamine and the way our brain works. Those walnuts and the excitement are going to be just as much.
1: They're going to best walnuts you've ever had because because of the discomfort of like the work Mm -hmm. and doing it. So like the reward is
0: great. And there's no other choice, right? Yeah, that's it. You're not sitting there. Ooh. Um, there's five other things I could be having.
1: Yeah, you're like, nah, damn, I'm glad I found these walnuts so I can (laughs) stay alive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, it is an important takeaway, is like, you know, the the more you lean into the, we'll call it pain, it's not like you're getting hurt. Discomfort. But the more you lean into the discomfort, it kind of, you know, takes you to that pain side. And then when you have something, like even the walnut in that, that equation, it's gonna be so good. Because you have been so mm-hmm. far to that, that discomfort side that you know, it mm-hmm. tastes even better. And like, I think anyone who's done like a really hard day's work, like physically, yeah. when you come in for that dinner, bro, dinner is good after you've had a really hard day of, of working. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's something that's important to note too. Like Check in or like after you go on a hike or something. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when you get done with that and you have that hot meal? Yep. You feel phenomenal. And it tastes great. And it might just be the most simple thing. Ever. Yeah. Um, so just another thing maybe to bring awareness to, and I'm not saying you have to put yourself in, you know, super hard situations every day or anything, but um, I'm sure some of us come upon days like that. So just a little awareness to those days to see mm-hmm. how you feel.
0: Yeah. And just apply, you're just applying like a counter thought, you know, because we just go through our days chasing comfort and basically not really grateful for the way things are. You know, I mean, you could look at it like just turning on your water and having clean water, right? I mean, you you could, that's not normal for everybody or at all times of human history. It's it's pretty rare. Yeah, it's pretty Um, recent. So again, we just take it all for granted. We have water on tap, that we have refrigerators full of food that we can drive down the street and get anything we want. Mm -hmm. And again, then that also, Ironically, leads to lots of problems. So it's a great thing. It's a good thing. It eliminates problems like starvation.
1: But it creates (laughs) other ones too.
0: But it creates more. And really, all we want you to do is respect that, right? And then the crazy thing is, by respecting that, you can then value saying no more or creating parameters Mm -hmm. with your eating and then actually get – Dopamine hits, so the things you're chasing by eating all this food and variety of food and amounts of food, you can actually get the same feelings from fighting, from that. saying no, and from fighting mm-hmm. it c- once you value it and appreciate it enough. Yeah, and on the extreme flip side, and this was listening to Andrew Huberman, who's a neuro scientist, scientist and talks about all this stuff. <coughs> uh, that's so you could look at someone who's uh, anorexic, mm-hmm. eating disorder and think they're crazy right but literally what happens is they create the pathways in their brain to where they're getting those same dopamine hits from refusing food from refusing certain foods or limiting their, their self to certain foods so then yeah saying no to this thing oh they actually get they the feel s- great the same they're hit proud and that you could get from you know eating a cupcake and that's what's going on that's how it's like possible and they're actually getting the same satisfaction and then they chase it to an extreme
1: yeah right? and in their brain like everything's Fine, and everything's correct, mm-hmm. and they're doing a good job for themselves. So that's kind of how that ends up happening. In case you ever wondered what yeah yeah is involved in that, but yeah, yeah that is a good I- extreme case of that, um, and that that does make sense because, you know, I, I've always told people the more you say no, the easier it gets, mm-hmm. to things, and that makes sense because you rewire your brain to feel good for saying yeah. no. So,
0: yeah, and it's a thing you have to practice. I and mean, we don't say no to almost anything, right? Our time, mm-hmm. our food, our Really, it's like in this world, you're expected to say yes to everything and yeah. be like overstimulated, overworked.
1: Overcommitted, I mean.
0: Overcommitted, overeated. Over, overeated, <laughs> overate. <laughs> <eight. laughs> Overated. We're going to start our own language.
1: Yeah. You already kind of have whatever. Oh yeah. That's S- that's say no.
0: Here we are. This is where we ended up after trying to crack a walnut. Say
1: no. If you're someone who always says yes, you should say no. Yeah. Just a side note. I'll tell you it's what. It's good for your health.
0: When I buy that $5 bag of walnuts, it's funny. I used to be like, these things are expensive. 5 bucks for, the, for this little this bag of walnuts. And now I know. I'm like, 5 bucks for a bag of walnuts? That's a, <laughs> a steal. That's a steal. I'll pay that every day. Besides so having to crack these bad boys <laughs> open. Uh, that's what you
1: pay for. You pay for the cracking. hmm Walnut pie. I, I, I don't think it's walnuts. It's got to be a texture thing. So walnuts kind of dry your mouth out. Yeah. And I don't think that would be good on a pie. But
0: you, you use walnuts for, like, crust sometimes, right?
1: But f- for what, though?
0: Like to make the crust. Do you? I don't know. I don't make crust. I don't know. I don't make crust either. But Damn. I'm sure there's, like, a walnut crust. Let's see. Because it's all crumbly. You mix it with some butter.
1: Wal- walnut pie. Stop. Maple walnut pie, bro. Okay. Well, that's why. Hey, I'd hey, see. hey. You know what? It says it's a walnut pie, but there's pecans <laughs> on top. <laughs>
0: oh, don't you man. Hate, don't, what, there's some other foods that are like that. Where they call it something else, but it's only good because of this other thing that's this in has got
1: This thing's got walnuts on it. It looks real festive. Look at this. Brown sugar walnut pie. It's because there's brown sugar and butter in it. That's why it tastes good. It looks good. good, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that always cracks me up, like, when, like, there's these ingredients. And yeah, you see that, that little
0: leaf? That, that shows how lucky we are, right? Make a leaf yeah. out of
1: pie crust? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but when someone's like, oh, it's so good. It's got walnuts in it and whatever. And you're like, well, it's not good because the walnuts. It's like when people are like, oh, I make the best Brussels sprouts. I cook them with bacon and drizzle them in balsamic vinegar. I'm like, well, they taste good because you put this other stuff on them that tastes phenomenal, Mm -hmm. not because the Brussels sprouts taste good. And it always just makes me laugh when when people do that. Mm. Same with, like, broccoli and cheese. Well, the broccoli tastes phenomenal because you melted cheese all over it. Or salad. Yeah. I love salads. No, you like the dressing and the bacon and all the other stuff you put on there. Just open up a bag of romaine and just eat it.
0: Do you love that?
1: Nah. Nah. there's that one in a million that does mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but nobody likes that. Come on. When's the last time you ate a salad?
0: I got one actually two weeks ago. Don't lie to me. Where'd <laughs> you get it? At back. Oh, okay. I like the Caesar salad.
1: See, okay. In that situation, I'll do, I'll get a Caesar when I go to a steakhouse mm-hmm. and then get a steak. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy a Caesar salad.
1: But that's my, that's my number one salad.
0: But if it didn't have the dressing on it, I would not enjoy it.
1: It's got the dressing. It's got like a little bit of the Parmesan, was mm-hmm. it Parmesan on
0: it? Yep. Par- Parmigiano-Reggiano. Mm.
1: And, then, uh, and then croutons.
0: Yeah. And if it's real Caesar dressing, it has that umami flavor. You know, the, anchovies, from the anchovies,
1: the anchovies. It's so good.
0: So, it's good.
1: That's always been my top. Other salads, like I don't want ranch or blue cheese yeah. or I don't know.
0: And a Caesar salad, like there's no other veggies in it. Yeah, it's just romaine. It's just romaine. So I think that's another You I ever get like
1: one it. and they try to throw stuff in there and you're like, this is yeah. not a Caesar. They throw like tomatoes and you're like, yeah. what, Cucumbers. Are you, what are you doing? Like, give me the romaine, give me the dressing, leave it alone. Mm-hmm.
0: It's perfect the way it is.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Could you imagine? Let's sourcing sourcing Caesar dressing.
1: <laughs> no, cuz you got to get the anchovies, go, bro. How do you do you that? You
0: got to go down to the ocean. You got to catch the anchovies, then you got to I don't know. I mean, don't know. Do you just pound them to a Do you got to go get a Then you have to invent a blender. So you can <laughs> blend these babies up, blend them up. Then you need romaine lettuce. I mean, what you got to grow that from somewhere?
1: Then you got to make the cheese. It it you it's
0: got to have the cow again.
1: And you got to get the croutons. Yeah, mm. th- there's a lot involved. You see Dennis how like the food it.
0: combinations of de- deliciousness just didn't even exist. Nah. There, like there was no way in in humanly well, there was way humanly <laughs> fathomable because we did it. Yeah. Um, but you you, you get what I'm saying, right? There was
1: n- it was not this complex. Because most up of the until ingredients recently. come
0: from all these different parts of the world. We're just spoiled, man.
1: We are. We're real spoiled. And then when
0: you meet someone who's like, mm, I don't. I, I've met people who are like, I don't like water. I don't like the f- the taste or flavor of water. I'm like, man. <laughs> this is where <laughs> we're at. <laughs> Which I get if you're used to drinking like.
1: Yeah, if you drink soda all the time, water tastes terrible.
0: And that shows how, how much we're almost, like, manipulated. Yeah, our, but our you know
1: what? You know when you get that good water?
0: Yeah, it hits <laughs> just right.
1: Mm. Oh, man. Some, you know, some water just tastes good.
0: Yeah. It depends on the, the circumstance, right? You it know, does. You know when you're truly thirsty? You know, like, after you were, like, you just had recess. You had to run around the blacktop for seven Bro, times. And
1: you come and hit that water fountain. you come
0: and hit that water fountain. To w- and then you, you get where you're kind of out of breath. So, like, you're gasping and and, and you're drinking at the same <laughs> yeah. time it's the and, best and you got to stop to get your <laughs> to breath to take a
1: breath and then you go back for mm. more but you yeah. don't
0: even let off the button Nah. you let it keep going nah, you keep going then you got to keep dive it flowing right back in. yeah
1: that's the good water yeah, that's some dopamine that is that was the simple days right mm. you go do some work you come in you have yeah. the best water you've ever drank and everything's all right
0: mm. but yeah speaking of which that's a thought game in and of itself just look at your food and meal and think of all the regions and places your food is like compromised of and yeah. coming from and how it's kind of crazy that you all have it on the same plate.
1: Yeah. Like this is literally mm-hmm. from all over the world. Something like coconut or palm oil. That sure as heck not grown here. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> from halfway across the world probably. Mm-hmm. It just tons of things come from yeah. everywhere.
0: When you think of the locality and the seasonality.
1: Yeah. Think about what,
0: what hey, we hey, would hey. actually
1: eat here. People would be very probably depressed
0: if someone if someone just happened to like fast forward right to that part, they'd think these guys are real smart. <laughs> Locality and seasonality,
1: but you didn't hear what it took yeah. to get here.
0: They didn't hear the first expunged thirty <laughs> seconds of the <laughs> podcast.
1: Oh man, life's a journey, man. But
0: yeah, you would. Most food is like sparsely available to times a mm-hmm. year and.
1: It's climate. just important to keep the perspective. That's all we're saying.
0: Mm. And again, we're not like. It's almost impossible not to, right? Yeah, we're not available. saying
1: you got to live off the land.
0: It's just interesting. Yeah, to a little about thought it.
1: experiment. Be aware of, of where everything comes Dude, from and the work that This morning and I, do I do had.
0: It. Strawberries, ground beef, eggs. That's I it. don't got no chicken farm. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, no cow. It's the middle of winter. <laughs> There's no strawberries. Yeah,
1: not at all, man. Frozen strawberries. Mm, those are the best. <laughs> I like those better than fresh strawberries. Oh, for
0: sure. I like all... Frozen fruit. Frozen
1: fruit. And I don't. Why is that, though? Is it just because it's frozen at peak freshness or, like, perfection?
0: Probably okay. that a little bit so that you get... It's a better flavor. Yeah. Um, and then I like the texture, the coldness. I
1: defrost mine partially. Yeah. But not all the way. And...
0: Yeah. I mean, so... If you were to eat truly local, here we are in the middle of December in Virginia. It's now all you
1: get is just tobacco, man. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> tobacco.
1: That's it. Um <laughs> tobacco and cotton.
0: Yeah. What would you get? I mean, what produce would be what grows here locally available right now?
1: I don't actually know what grows in Virginia. I mean, I mean we got apples, right? But that's only Yeah, like, like, right, now, like right now, like in apples. the
0: fall. Well, it's December, so so Is it winter yet though? I don't think it's technically winter.
1: It's probably going to be winter in a couple of days. I think like the end of December, I thought, was technically our, our winter time.
0: But you, you get the point you, you would realize, just go walk around that there's probably yeah, depending on where you're at, if you're in the mountains, you, there's going to be some apples, right? Yeah. If you're oh, I got you, man. near the rivers,
1: and ocean, there's going to be so fish. Right right now, our availability in Virginia. Actually, A, apples grow the entire year, except for May and June. Mm. But you know what? There's there's apples I don't want, man. No, for yeah, there's really you know, when, bad apples. And yeah, yeah.
0: there's like no flavor. Or you know those first watermelons, when they have watermelon available in like May?
1: You're like, this is not going to taste I'm like not anything. Eating that. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, never. <laughs> I always get excited, though. I see it, and I'm like, damn, I would love watermelon. Yeah. But you know that it's going to just taste like the rind.
0: Hey, and here's the other thing, yeah. That's that's kind of like the benefit of pesticides and, and all that other yeah. stuff, right? So, all so right. Have it available Check more this. Often.
1: There's actually not a lot available in December, produce-wise, in, produce wise in yeah. Virginia. So we have apples, beets. Just went out. No more beets.
0: But a beet is, is it? Isn't a beet like a root? It is.
1: I mean, it's still got. If it's too cold, it's too cold. I think, yeah, I guess I you're guess. right. Yeah, they're frozen. Yeah. I don't, I don't and know. then. Um, Greens slash spinach. So like collards and stuff? Yeah. No calories, whatever. Yeah. Uh, herbs. Those are year-round. Mm-hmm. Those don't die. Yeah. You can't kill those. Uh, and then uh, sweet potatoes. Mm. That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, so a root veggies. As far root as, root yeah. veggies
0: are going to be the biggest calorie source mm-hmm. like that you could depend on.
1: Yeah, like we get all the fruit for the most part is in the summer. Yeah. for the And then like some of it in the fall yeah. as well. But And then
0: like greens are good. But again, there's not many calories, right? Nah. And so roots and then deer. Yeah. Fish.
1: Yeah, those are always available. Yeah. Ducks. Duckies. Mm-hmm. Don't,
0: you can't call them duckies. No,
1: nah, because then you can't eat them. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: You add the ease to it, it's not edible no That's more. That's the
1: hard part, man. Yeah. Hey,
0: you know something I'll never say? Gooseies. Gooseies? Nah, that doesn't sound no right. Problem. No problem taking a goose nah,
1: out. Geese are hateful. I know. Like, they'll fight you to the end. Mm-hmm. I actually, I wouldn't hunt geese because if, hey, if you miss, you're done. Yeah, they, the whole squad.
0: They're coming up. for <laughs> you, bro.
1: <laughs> like, you are done. Mm. And yeah. I respect that, though. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Well, no walnuts. <laughs> no walnuts. Nah. Unless you have a hammer. Mm. There's, there's got to be a way. There was always that dude, like, in every every civilization yeah. that could crack walnuts with his hands.
0: You know, it is crazy, though. Like, the guy that gave us the walnuts, he said he has just so many of them in his yard, right? And this is the season, I guess, where they're just in the autumn. And, yeah, so get get your walnuts in. But then you quickly realize... This is work. Yeah, you're not making a walnut
1: pie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, side note. If, anyone, if you live in this area, you've probably had crabs. Like, <laughs> you've probably eaten... <laughs> sorry. You've probably eaten eating crabs anyone who's picked crabs like they taste phenomenal but the work, the work that goes yeah. into them is insane every, every time I'm, i eat them i always say you're burning more calories well, no, right
0: someone needs to come out with a diet book right the crab diet
1: yeah you just gotta pick crabs. It, it would
0: just be impossible and hey that's another thing you talk about how people <laughs> oh i love broccoli you know but when it's smothered in cheese yeah everyone's like i love lobster
1: and nah, crab." as you dip it in butter <laughs> it come in on butter. man yeah. do you are you a butter dipper yeah, weird, I, mean, I, but <laughs>
0: I, I, I can eat it without the butter and with the I butter. prefer – we've always
1: done it without, mm-hmm. like, just obey and just eat yeah. the crab and it's good enough. Maybe it's because I just didn't want a bunch of butter, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, I want some crabs. I want to eat some crabs. <laughs> <laughs> that, you got to uh, be careful with, with the know. word crabs. Yeah, some blue crab. It can crab. really <laughs> – some, some blue crab. That's the, only, that's the only one for me. Yeah,
0: Th- That's the other thing. So, Anthony, he's the one with the walnut tree. He lives in La Creek, and he can catch blue crab like, man, you got you, you got it you, going on. You got your crab. You got your walnuts. Walnuts and
1: crabs. You're good. After, until like five days later, yeah. you're like, man, I fucking hate five, crabs. <laughs> five years later. Turns into a mm-hmm. crab. <laughs> no. All
0: right. So there we go. There's your thought experiment. Let us know what you what you think.
1: Yeah. Let us know how this affects your life. Mm-hmm. You might just move on and be fine, but mm-hmm. I hope you think about all it all. little
0: Oh, you just bit. think we're crazy? Yeah. But deep down, you're like, man. No. In the back
1: of their head, though, they're going to be like, you're right. Damn, this did take a lot. And I only paid nine bucks for
0: it. So. M&M's. Oh, that's. What if there was an M&M tree? You just shake it and they fall off.
1: Isn't that like Skittles? They have Mm -hmm. those commercials. Yeah. That's what I think of.
0: Unfortunately, that's not how M&M's work.
1: Uh, I wish it was. All right. Well.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Bring some banter. I don't know if we raise or lower your IQ by listening to this, but.
1: Maybe both. Maybe there was an up and down so that's all we got yeah until next time we'll catch you later as always thanks for listening guys if you want to learn more check us out at coastalfitnessva.com or garydeagle.com we'll see you next time